Hey, what's up, people? You're about to check out an episode of the Mindless Chat Podcast. Before you get into this, I just want to say that my audio on this um, recording is kind of muffled. Um, you can hear me a little bit, but sometimes it sounds like I'm going in and out. I decided to keep the show because Rod talked about some very, very, very important topics that I wanted to get to. And I thought that because his audio is pretty clear, that the main point of the show is still there. And rather than trying to re-record it and capture this essence over again, that we'll just give it to you the way it is. And I apologize right now for the sound quality issues. But like I said, some good information here. So go ahead and check it out. Mind the Chat, episode 24. Mind the Chat, brought to you by AA Media and Consulting on the Dr. Bracey Network. What's up, everybody out there in the podcast world? Check out another Mind the Chat podcast where we talk to brand managers and owners of their own businesses or, or content creators. Today is no di- different. I have one half of, of the black guy who's hip. That's Rodman Prime. What's going on, Rod? Hey, what's going on, man? I appreciate you having me. Man, look, I felt like you were one of the prime people I had to have on, I mean, no pun intended. Um, being that you are one, a lot of people in podcasting that I listen to and a lot of people like me listen to can go back to and say that your show is one of the reasons why they got started. With that being said, so, you know, let's talk about the origins of the Black Guy Who Tips. So, with that being said, I know you said you started off with a blog. At what point in time you decided you want to move into the podcasting world? Um, I want to say it was after I, the first time I ever got laid off. Um, I've been working at a company for, I believe, you know, either 10 years or right over 10 years. And, um, it was actually my first job out of college and I got laid off and I was listening to podcasts while I was at work and I was like, man, you know, there's, uh, not really a lot of black podcasts out there. Um, and there's not, and it doesn't really seem like there, at the time, there didn't seem like a lot of black podcasts for black audiences either. Um, so, you know, I, I figured me and my wife, we have a really good rapport, you know, um, we've been together since, uh, high school. So it was kind of like, I think we could do this, you know, I just need a good partner or someone dependable that I can count on to do this and who better than my wife. So, uh, you know, I uh, asked Karen if she'd like to do a podcast with me. She wasn't a hundred percent sold on the idea, <laughs> which is why uh it's called the Black Guy Who Tips uh to the you know, to this day, but um, you know, she uh proved herself wrong and um, you know, I always believed in her, but she proved herself wrong and, and I can't imagine doing the show with anybody else. But yeah, we, we started a just, you know, recording um uh that you know like that i think i had 12 weeks of severance so somewhere in that 12 weeks we started recording a podcast now being that you did start in a time where there wasn't a lot of content for black audiences or, or black podcasters what did you rely on as far as resources to get started uh well um you know google's your friend i had to google a lot i asked a couple people some for some advice um uh on twitter i asked my man chris from uh the movie trailer reviews uh podcast 
Um, this is back when he just had the uh, Insanity Check podcast. I asked him, you know, what what do you use? You know, because I I, I used to listen to his podcast um, before I had my own. You know, I still listen to it, but um, I I I asked him like, what do you use? And he sent me some information, and I said, okay, thanks. You know, and and started um, researching, and I can't you know stress it enough, but people, you know, Google is a huge resource um and you know of course knowing people through social media and stuff does help but end of the day you're gonna have to google and figure out what the best resources are for you that you can take advantage of because not everyone needs to start off and get a mixer and a top of the line computer and condenser mics and all that you know you might quit in three weeks and now you just got a bunch of equipment sitting in your house so you know we started small i think we had a uh blue snowball mic that could record we still have it's a usb mic it can record the voices of everybody in the room and we just started out like that and um you know we still use podomatic to this day podomatic.com um but you know we just started with some very simple stuff and googled it and we record with audacity which is a free recording software uh you know and this is before we could record phone calls really before we could record music and stuff, we had to figure out ways to do all this stuff with the rig that we had. But we, we, you know, we got things figured out. Now, I'll say in the first year or two, what would you say was the, the greatest investment in your time that you had to put into for the show? Uh, well, it's funny. It was, uh, it's kind of wasted time in hindsight, but it was, it was a lot of stuff with music. I really, you know, if I could take it all back, I probably would never have had music on our podcast. Um, because I, you know, it was a lot of like selecting instrumentals to put in the background and music to put in the background as we talked. And while it did give the show kind of a conversational, like backyard cookout type vibe, it really wasn't the point of the show. And we would always get people asking stuff like, Hey man, what song is this at the 23 minute mark? I don't know that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't remember, you know, five weeks ago what song I used at the 20 minute mark. Uh, you know, I don't like, and and it was my fault cause I was pretty much insecure about our sound quality. So I was trying to cover it up with music. Like, well, if I put some music in here, they won't be able to tell that the, you know, we don't have the best recording. Uh, but honestly, it actually took away from the sound quality to have music. And, you know, a lot of things can go wrong when you have music in your show. You can have the volume up too loud. You can have you, your volume down too low for the mics and, like I said, uh, people get distracted and want to know what song is what and all this stuff. So, uh, I would say that was probably the biggest investment of my time that I like regret. Um, but, um, you know, most of it, uh, most of the time that, uh, I, we spend on the show is, or that I spend with the show is not on mic. It's all gathering articles and stuff. And that's still true to this day. Cool. Now, one thing about, by anybody that produces anything that can, can be considered art is the first impression that you that you had the first time you heard your show and you saw the feedback. I mean, what was what was that? Um, I, you know, honestly, uh, I don't remember a ton of the people at the beginning and their feedback. I remember it mostly being positive, of course, but um, I I'm I'm a pretty cynical person i have a pretty um 
pessimistic outlook on stuff so uh, a lot of times even even now when people compliment the show or they compliment us i still kind of have in the back of my mind like well one day this person will get tired of listening to us and they'll move on and then you know these compliments won't really matter because you know at the end of the day people have better and other things to do so i've always felt that way and i you know it's something i really fight against because i'm trying to learn to appreciate stuff in the moment more you know because um honestly you know you got you should let you gotta allow yourself to be happy somewhat too but um yeah i I think the feedback that we got i'm always surprised when people tell me they like the show i'm actually still i mean it's been years but i'm still surprised when i find out someone listens to the show you know or someone continues to listen to the show i'm i don't think i'll ever not be surprised (laughs) um and when i find someone you know like uh if i follow somebody on twitter i look up to them or something they go you know like i I follow reagan gomez on twitter and then you know she's like oh yeah yeah uh on this one episode you said this and i'm like whoa you listen to our show like i'll always be amazed by that so um i i think feedback wise i just was always kind of uh um like happy that people like the show and and to this day most pot most uh interaction we have with fans is very very positive uh and then of course there's always some negative people that that stick out more than uh more than the positive and that's just because like you said it, it's an art and as an artist you're gonna be sensitive about that kind of critique I gotta tell you, right? You not in, you're not alone because just about everybody I've talked to that produce art, that is the main thing that they say, is that mm-hmm. they critique themselves so hard. Um, now, with that being said, well, moving on from that, all of the changes that you made. I know y'all went from recording once, twice a week to doing five days a week. You went to the premium network. What would you say would be the biggest change that you had to consider the longest, or you you thought about the longest before you made it? um the one i we thought about the longest before we made it is definitely going premium you know um because there's just so many hurdles and i didn't know any other podcasts that were doing it except for uh keith and the girl who did it before us and they've always been a um a podcast that i look up to I, I still think they're the best podcasters period alive but um the uh honestly man i i just remember thinking like okay maybe we can start a donation type thing and people can contribute because you know as i'm sure you know podcasting can be expensive um you know and especially what people don't realize is the more popular the podcast the more expensive it is to do so um you know it's like well at this uh you know and everybody wants to be popular everybody wants their stuff to go up but you know when you're having say a uh, hundred downloads that's one price level but when like a thousand people want to download your shit well now you got to pay more for bandwidth you got to pay more for storage space then when like you know ten thousand people want to download your shit well now it's even crazy more expensive and um those are some huge constraints um as far as uh you know doing a podcast and we wanted and at the time we wanted to have it so that every episode of our podcast would be available online for people um and i really think uh kind of swallowing the pride and getting over the 
guilt trip that you feel when it's like, well, man, we're going to have to start asking for money. Um, and especially going premium is was something that we had thought about, but just never had the time. And I got laid off a second time from a different job. And that was the impetus for like, we need to make this move if we're ever going to make it. And Karen was just instrumental in just, you know, putting the battery in my back and saying, go do it. So that, you know, the going premium thing was definitely the, the number one thing that, you know, mentally it's tough to get over the idea of saying, Hey, I think you guys should pay for this. You know, because so many people are kind of told to give everything away for free and not to value what you do. Um, and then so many people as fans have become we've become so entitled. Right. I mean, like um, title gives away a 90 day trial if you go sign up. And it was the only way to listen to the life of Pablo for for free without like stealing it and people still were were like i'll just steal the shit like that's just how entitled we are now as a society like the title's not even asking you for money they're just saying hey try out our service for 90 days if you don't like it cancel you won't be charged and people were still like i'd rather steal well that applies to podcasting as well there's a lot of people that listen to podcasts and they're like i would never pay for this shit uh i don't think what you do is a real service i don't think what you do is a real job and I think we just had to get or at least I had to get over the mental hurdle and saying, no, my work is valuable. It's worth something. It's time intensive. It's better than a lot of other stuff out there. Um, and we have a lot of, you know, exclusive things that we do for premium people that is well worth the money. And it just took, um, you know, it took Karen really driving that point home to make it happen. Uh-huh. All that I agree with, especially the part about it being an expense. Now, you took the Black Out Tips and you pretty much made it into its own business model. Now, what was what I went into that that making it into a company to where it's something now that you can claim to be your own brand rather than just a spot on the internet or a blog on the internet. Um, what say that? Can you say that one more time? Like phrase that again. Well, I know you talked about. You went through, through the process of actually establishing your podcast as a business rather than mm-hmm. just a, a blog spot on the internet. Actually a business. Okay. So what I went into doing that and how long do you feel like, how long do you feel, how do you feel out like the process of going through that? Um, well, there was a few things, right? So, um, cause yeah, when you're going, when you're deciding like, I'm going to make this my income, um, there's a lot of different, things like one we had to set up like a pay system and we we use paypal basically um and this 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 uh program called magic members uh that we can use with wordpress and um when you have electronic payments like that they passed a law where um at a certain amount of money they have to report what you make to the government so you get a form and everything like hey this person made blank amount of money from PayPal. So expect that on their tax return. Right. Um, so once you have that, you have to start making some business decisions, because if you let that money go to you as an individual, the tax rate is much higher than, a, you know, than certain businesses. Right. So um, and then as an individual, it's like all reported as income. It's not even like like so if you spend any of that money on just business expenses and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, too bad. Um, this all counts as money you made, right? 
um so uh that was kind of like the impetus to be like okay let's 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 incorporate let's you know let's start this business let's make an llc or something um so i want to say um i went to uh let me matter of fact let me look up the website real quick because uh oh yeah i just went to legal zoom and started researching information and i was like okay this is the kind of business i want to have um and you know honestly podcasting is so new they don't really know much about uh uh like there's not a lot on the books for how to do stuff with podcasting but you know i talked to some people figured out what category we want to put our business in whether we want a partnership at llc uh you know incorporation uh whatever um we also um uh i hired you know accountant you know was like okay so how are we gonna do this financially you know what does our monthly statements need to look like what where do we put our receipts and stuff because so much of what we deal with are um uh, they aren't tangible goods like you can't come in my house and see a box of podcasting you know you can't uh you know i i don't have warehousing or storage fees but i do have online uh resources where i have to store information for the show so it was just a lot of stuff like that where uh we you know we we needed to um to make make these these like official means so we did that we also had to go i had to go downtown and get like a business permit at the time because if you operate a business out of your uh living living space you have to uh uh and you want the discounts that come with you know we use up a certain portion of our internet a certain portion of our um uh a certain portion of the power all this stuff a uh, certain space in the house is dedicated to this business. So, like, if you want to, to do that at the time, you had to go downtown to get a license, you know. Uh, they've since changed that, but, you know, you had to stay up on the laws, you know. Um, I had to figure out how to pay myself, you know. I had to get, like, an ADP um, situation where I pay myself and I we take out certain taxes and all of this stuff. So it's all on the up and up. So uh, I think that's a uh a big hurdle and stuff but at the same time it's also something i'm extremely proud that we were able to do and there's a lot of resources out there on the internet that make it very simple for you compared to i'm sure if i would have had to just do this all myself with no uh resource and no guidance i don't know that i would have been able to do it but uh or if i would have it would have taken much longer you know with this hey you get incorporated you get your business license you know people tell you where to send the forms how who to pay how to pay your fees how to uh you know you have a couple of meetings with uh you know payroll company teach you how to pay yourself uh these are things that are just invaluable skills and you know i'm extremely proud that we were able to do that indeed did all of that and pretty much did not skip a beat with the show which was great yeah yeah <laughs> Great. Now we're in 2016 and we're looking looking forward. Uh, what are some things that you're looking forward this year? What are some goals you're looking to knock out for this coming year? Um. Well, one one of the things I would like to do. Um. Uh, we want to travel a little bit. Um. Like get to meet some other podcasters, be on some shows, uh, and stuff. Uh, that's one of the goals. Um. You know, we had that goal last year as well, but um. You know. Times it busy, shit gets you know scheduled all fucked up and stuff. But we um you know wanna I want to go up to like DC. Uh, want to go uh, participate in a um in one of these cons. Like 
uh thinking about going to awesome con uh this year uh some of our podcasting friends went up there last year and had a pot panel about uh diversity in podcasting and that and it sounded really cool um so you know we're gonna try to you know get out there a little bit more with that um and then i don't <laughs> I don't know how feasible this is, but it's definitely a goal of ours to do like a live show, you know, with the audience for of our fans. Um, but of course, with it just being me and Karen, it's uh, kind of difficult to get that schedule with, you know, to find the time and all that stuff to get that schedule um, and get everything coordinated on our own. But at the same time, you know, uh, those are those. That's why you have goals, right? You want to, you know, maybe it's difficult to accomplish, but you would definitely want to try. Man, I do appreciate you, man, for this behind the scenes look. I mean, because people listen to the podcast don't get that, and I know you don't have a lot of time to talk about it on the show, but I do appreciate you, man. Oh, no problem, man. A lot of times I just don't talk about this stuff because, uh, like I said, I'm a bit of a pessimist, so I don't like putting goals and dreams out into the world without people where people can judge them if it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Where it's like I'm trying to lose a bunch of weight, and then like. You know, three months later, you you the same weight. People like this motherfucker can't lose no weight. You know, like I try to keep that stuff out of uh, public and just keep it personal. But you know, sometimes uh, you know I'm you know it's not that I'm not willing to talk about them, but it's just you know typically I just play it close to the vest. I understand that. Uh, like I said, people checking this out will be on the this, this will be on the Doctor Bracey Network, but it's sponsored by Double A Media Consultants, where we are looking people who want to do right, right, want to get in their own, get started in their own business, who want to understand the background of what it takes to grind and get in there and get going, because everything isn't all about the success at the end, there is a whole lot of work on the front end, and we thank Rob for coming through this morning, and appreciate you for your insight. Hey, no problem, man, you have a good one, Tonyo. Alright, you too, man, we out. Peace. Peace. This has been Dr. Brace's presentation.